Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Secret Glow. Wednesday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. 5.30 p.m. in Egypt, where I am presently. So good to be with you in this present moment. Lots to share. Lots to inquire into. Lots to explore. Lots to cover. Lots to allow to move, allow to to open, to to receive and to give. And there's a creative intelligence that wants to move through us. You know, and that's so much of what this is about, is allowing this creative intelligence to move through us. Welcome, Phyllis. Thanks for being here. Allowing this creative intelligence to move through us in the moment, you know, moment by moment by moment. Being present, and then that's when the real magic and the miracles arise. Welcome, Robin. That's where the real magic and the miracles arise. Who else is here? I see numbers. When we're open, when we're present. When we're available, that's where the Where is your uh, where any I mean where's your Wi-Fi connection at? It's where Annie finished. Okay, so maybe if I go like over by this spot. Hi everyone. Just checking into the Wi-Fi. Am I on the public space or am I in the uh, secret glow? Let me see what's happening here. Cancel. Welcome, Jessica. Yeah, I must be in the public space. Cool. Well, I guess I'm supposed to be in the public space. So we'll do the secret glow in the public space. Hmm. We're working with the signal. And nobody's using it, so. No one's using it. Yeah. Hi, Kathy. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. So let me see if this spot works better for for connection. I could maybe sit on the floor. Okay, so far so good. We're not We're not. <laughs> what? I guess we're going to join you. No, you're, you don't want to be in it, do you? You want me to show you? I think Annie.
Connection available. Emily Coates. Kathy. Okay, I think we're back. I think when um, when it gets archived, then it will just show a seamless flow because it's recorded. But I'm not sure. Are you guys? Am I am I getting paused for you guys? Am I like getting stopped? Am I getting froze? Or can you see me the whole time? That's a question for you, Robin. What are we discussing today? Great question. Thank you for that, Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's a great question, Jeez Louise. Thank you so much for that. So this this is going to be like a... You're in and out for a few. Okay, but I'm good now, right? Okay, good, 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 good. So this is going to be a little bit different than I thought. This is going to be way different than I thought. This is going to be like totally different than I thought, which is kind of the theme of the last three weeks. Every day, every moment is totally different than we thought. So um, this is going to end up being sort of like a little satsang. I have some friends over here. I don't think they want to be seen. Annie, I think Annie secretly wants to be famous. I think Annie secretly wants to be like like famous. So I might I might show her. But I can't show the Egyptian girls. They don't want to be seen. Do you want to be seen? It's fine. I'm in my pajamas. Okay, here you see there they are right there. You see? And there's Annie. Annie Annie really wants to be famous, so hopefully Addie, like her, her life has like changed a bit since she got to know me, because now she's now we, we're on video, we're on we're on we're on this Instagram, and we're in the spotlight. The spotlight. We're in the spotlight. Yeah, I know. Robin says you are famous. Annie says no, she's not. How did I get into the main the main uh, page? I don't understand why, how that happened. I thought it was in the secret glow, but I guess it's supposed to meant to be supposed to connect with everybody. So what's going to happen is there's like a little group here. So I'm going to share with the group here. I'm going to share with you guys and I'm going to share with everybody. And what, Jeez Louise says, what are we discussing? So what we're going to discuss is we're going to discuss how to live your, from your highest self, how to live your greatest dreams, how to live the life of your dreams. Are you guys excited about that? So uh, that's Omnia. We thought her name was Omnia for eight years, but we just... Where are you? Are you there? Yeah, we thought we thought her um, name was Omnia for like eight years, and then we found out today her name was is Omnia, not Omnia. So, Omnia, um, I've told the story about her before on the podcast. I won't go into the whole thing again, but just briefly, you know, she felt very, you felt like kind of trapped in your life, yeah. And then you broke free. You broke free. Because we started the Egyptian revolution together. So anyway, so she, she, she felt like, like kind of trapped. And then she like broke out. She wanted to travel, but she wasn't able to travel. She felt restricted to travel. And then she broke out. And then she started traveling the world. And she went to Italy. And she went to uh, Kenya. And she went to... Um, where else did you go? You went to um, anywhere else in Europe? Yeah, oh, Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia, Prague, a lot of different places. So it's this great expansion of like, you know, how we can, we can have these limiting beliefs and then when we break out, everything's possible. Everything is possible. So the key is to become, to, to become aware of your limiting beliefs from, and bring them from unconscious to conscious. Bring your limiting beliefs from unconscious to conscious. Now, people ask, what is a limiting belief? What is a limiting belief? Right? And the answer is... The answer is very surprising. Are you ready for the answer? You ready for the answer? The answer is... Every belief is a limiting belief. Every belief is a limiting isn't that, isn't that surprising? Every belief is a limiting belief. Every belief is a limiting belief. It's very surprising, right? Because whatever you believe means you don't believe something else. 
right? I believe this, I don't believe that. I believe this, I don't believe that. Believe this, don't believe that. So then the belief is limiting because it's limiting everything else that you could believe, right? So the question is, who are you really? Who are you really? Are you really what you believe yourself to be? Are you really who you think you are? Are you really who you imagine yourself to be? Or are you not who you believe yourself to be? Are you not who you think you are? Are you not who you imagine yourself to be? We find some sense of security in beliefs, in what we think, in the way we see the world, becomes our, that becomes what we find a sense of security in. But when that gets shaken, as it will always get shaken, especially when you're, you're traveling like we are, you're, you're going into drastically different cultures, you're going to drastically different places, you're experiencing drastically different things, then what you experience, uh, your beliefs, your thought patterns, your, your, your worldview gets shaken. You know, it's, it gets shaken up. And that's good. That's good because what happens is who you imagine yourself to be, who you think you are, who you believe is limiting. And it expands, it expands something, something larger than you imagine yourself to be, than you thought you were, than you believed yourself to be. So who are you really? Right? This is a question we've been asking for weeks now. We've been asking, we, would have set, we did a seven-day retreat in Italy, and we said, who are you really? You know, we did a two-day retreat in, in Stockholm, Sweden. Who are you really? Right? We're in Egypt now, and we'll be doing an event here t tomorrow night. Who are you really? So you know, everywhere we're going, we're saying, who are you really? Who are you really? Who are you really? Who are you? Right? So, who you are really means that which is unchanging. That which is unchanging. Anything that's changing is not who you are really. So what is it that's changing? Your thoughts are changing. Your emotions are changing. Your feelings are changing. Your body is changing. Your sensations are changing. Your experiences are changing. Your surroundings are changing. Your relationships are changing. What is it that's changing? If you look deeply into yourself, then what you realize is everything is changing. Everything is continually and constantly changing. Right? Everything is continually and constantly changing. But who are you really? The spiritual inquiry the self-realization, the spiritual awakening is the realization that you are that which is unchanging. You are that which is unchanging. You are the ever-present I am. You are the ever-present I am. That which is unchanging. That which is ever-present and always the case. So when you start to recognize that and realize that, what is, what is this essence of who you are? It's not what you think. It's not what you believe. It's not your body. It's not your sensations. It's not your experiences. It's not your surroundings. It's not anything that you can perceive. Right? Anything that you can perceive is limited. It has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. Anything that you can perceive is limited. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Anything that's a thing has a beginning, and a middle, and an end. Who are you really? You are no thing. You are that which is not a thing. You are that which is. Are you ready for this? You are that which is unlimited. You are that which is unlimited. Every belief is a limiting belief. You are that which is unlimited. So what does that mean? It means you are that which is beyond belief. You are that which is beyond belief. 
I am that which is beyond belief. We are that which is beyond belief. What are we discussing today? We're discussing that which is beyond belief. We're discussing that which is beyond belief. So, can you realize who you are and live from a place which is beyond belief? And when you can realize who you really are and live from a place which is beyond belief, you start to live in a world of unlimited possibility. And when you realize who you really are, and realize that who you really are is beyond belief, and start to live in a place of unlimited possibility, then you're able to really live your highest dreams. Because anything is possible. Anything is possible. You have no limiting beliefs that are holding you back from experiencing the magic and the miracle of this moment. It means being available to this moment. All it really means is being available to this moment. Being available to this moment here and now. This moment is always, 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 always where it's happening. This moment is all there ever is, right? I would say the primary message that I'm known for is that this moment, the wow, the now, is all there is. So to fully engage in this moment is to fully engage in life. To fully engage in this moment is to fully engage in the magic of life. To fully engage in this moment is to fully engage in the miracle of life. To fully engage in this moment is to fully engage in the universal creative intelligence that wants to flow through you in this moment, what I call being a life artist, right? Being a life artist in this moment, here and now. So when we're open and we're available, what does that require? Being available requires the heart being open. The mind, there's a certain quietude to the mind. Now what's been really interesting is traveling, especially when you're traveling somewhere where the culture is really different, where you're experiencing things that are really different, it requires absolute attention to the moment. All of your presence is required, all of your faculties are required. So there's, you don't have the bandwidth to be reflecting much or analyzing much about the past or projecting much or thinking much about the future. You need to be fully engaged. The way the metaphor I've been using is like uh, driving a car, right? You got to keep your eyes on the road. If you start to diverge your attention away from what's directly in front of you, you're going to crash, right? So that's how it's been feeling when traveling, you know, especially in the past week or so. It's like we got to keep our eyes on the road. Right? We've got to keep our eyes on what's directly in front of us and give our attention to what's in front of us. If we don't keep, give our attention to what's in front of us, we're going to crash this car. Right? That's how it feels, and that's how it is, and that's how we're living. You know? And so it's, it's easier to get into that space when you're traveling. You know, everything, everything is new and fresh and alive, and it requires your full engagement. You know? But really, every moment, even if, it's, even if we've walked down the same street a hundred times, We've never walked down it tonight with the light like it is tonight, with the, with the sun shining into the trees as it, is, as, to, as it is tonight, with the people walking along the street as they are tonight, with the sounds of the birds as they are tonight singing in the treetops, right? So every moment actually is unique. Every moment actually is new. Every moment actually is fresh. Every moment actually is alive, you know? So... There, there, when we realize that, when we realize that truth, and all we're really ever talking about here is living in the truth. 
All we're ever talking about here is living in the truth. So when we realize that truth, we engage. We engage with the moment. Because this moment is all there is. This moment is unique. This moment is a miracle. This moment has never happened before, and this moment will never happen again. Right? Even if it, again, like even if it's a similar routine, or it's a similar pattern, or it's the same, you know, the same person again. It's the same street again. It's the same food again. It's actually not. It's not the same person. The most powerful hypnosis is in relationships. The most powerful hypnosis is in relationships. So we get in these routines with. Um, people we've been married to for many decades, for example, or it could be our children, our son, or our daughter, or our parents, you know, and it's a sense of, we start to not see them, we start to lose the sense of really being able to see them, really being able to be present with them, really being able to notice them. There's a loss of, a, of um, presence, and a sense of going through the motions of, oh, Here's that thing that you're going to say again. Here's that thing. They always do that same thing. They always, so we start to kind of put them in a box. And in doing that, we lose the appreciation. So this incredible question I've been asking people is, how do you stay in a sense of innocence consciousness in relationships that are long-term relationships? Right? How do you stay in this innocence consciousness? How do you continually see like you're seeing someone fresh, like you're seeing them alive, like you're seeing them for the first time, you know, a sense of vitality, aliveness, freshness. How do you how do you engage in that way with another human being when there's the sense that you've known them for twenty years or thirty years or forty years, right? How can you maintain that sense of innocence consciousness? How can you recognize and realize the truth, right? So it's really being dedicated to the truth. It's really being dedicated to the truth that this moment is fresh. This moment is innocent. This moment is unique. Like every snowflake is unique, right? So this moment has never happened before and will never happen again. This moment has never happened before and will never happen again. Never happened before and will never happen again. It's easier to do it when you're traveling. Right? When you're traveling, there's really a sense of like, whoa, I actually have never actually walked down this street before, and I probably will never walk down the street again. Right? So there's that sense of aliveness. Right? But it's also the case, even if it seems like you walked down the same street yesterday. Right? Even if it seems like you've held hands with the same person yesterday. You haven't held hands with this person in the same way today, in this moment. Right? So that aliveness, that aliveness, that presence creates a level of presence and engagement in the moment. And that makes us available to the magic and the miracles of this moment. The open heart, I mentioned open mind, open heart, open body. So let me focus on the open heart for a few minutes and open it up for inquiry. And I'll tell you a few things that are happening that you'll find um, interesting, I feel like, as well. So the heart is really fascinating, you know, because we, as we move through life, our heart starts to clothes down. There's a sense of we've been hurt. We've been hurt before. There's pains that we feel that we start to um, carry. Right? And there's traumas that we've experienced that we start to carry. And we don't want to experience them again. So we start to become guarded. We start to protect ourselves. We start to be on alert you know, for people that can hurt us. And we feel like we've been wronged. We feel like we've experienced injustice. We feel like people have hurt us. And um, there's a sense of holding on, holding on, right? And this relates to a word that is a word that's used a lot in spiritual books, spiritual studies, inquiry, and that is forgiveness. Forgiveness. What does it mean to forgive? Why forgive? Who should you forgive? Right? So the fascinating thing about forgiveness is, I, had, I wrote this in my book, when you forgive, the person who benefits the most is you. The person who benefits the most is you. 
there's a release, there's a letting go. When you're carrying the, the, the pain, when you're carrying the trauma, when you're carrying, you're not hurting the other person. You're primarily hurting yourself, right? You're hurting yourself. Do you want to hurt yourself? Is that something that you prefer? Is that your preference? Is that your choice? That's fine. I, I support whatever people want to do and how they want to use utilize their energy. But if you don't want to hurt yourself, then the forgiveness is really for you. To forgive is for you, is to let go, to let go. And when you're in this consciousness that I'm talking about, there's a letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. When you can fully let go, you're able to fully open. When you're able to fully let go, you're able to fully open. When you're able to fully let go, you're able to fully open. So there's a sense of continually letting go so you can be fully open to the moment. Which moment? To this moment. You're always fully open to this moment. But in order to be fully open to this moment, you have to fully let go to the last moment. Right? Whether it's from a second ago or from a year ago or from 10 years ago or from 20 years ago. It doesn't mean that you forget. It doesn't mean you get amnesia. But energetically, there's a sense of this moment is all there is. Right? So forgiveness, it doesn't even matter what someone else did or didn't do or if, they, if it was right or wrong. All of this stuff becomes... Um, sort of irrelevant becomes irrelevant what's relevant is this moment this moment is relevant this moment is here this moment is now this moment is what's happening this moment is where it's at so forgiveness is almost like a level of consciousness it's like a way of being it's like a way of living right it's like it's like you're 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 so fully engaged in this present moment that you just realize that holding on to these things from the past is holding you back from really fully being here and being now. So the story of what someone else did or what, what they didn't do or was it right or was it wrong is irrelevant, not important, not, 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 the, not the level of forgiveness I'm talking about. I forgive you because, no, there's no because. There's no reason for forgiveness. There's no justification for forgiveness. It's not something that's based on cause and effect. Forgiveness is like a level of consciousness. It's like an awakened consciousness. It's, it's not about the story of the other person. It's not about the story of you, right? Now, when I've explored this with people, what comes up that's interesting when we get into a deeper level of authenticity and vulnerability is... People will say, well, actually, the person that I need to forgive is someone that you may be surprised by. You, Brian, may be surprised by the person I need to forgive. And I'll say, okay, who do you need to forgive? And they say, well, the person I need to forgive the most is myself. The person I need to forgive the most is myself. So what I've discovered, you know, interacting with so many people and talking with so many people and inquiring with so many people from different cultures and different parts of the world and different places is that the person peop the people most need to forgive quite often is themselves. They carry a lot of shame and a lot of self-blame for the things they've done in the past, you know, mistakes that they've made. And if you notice that in yourself right now, I invite you to forgive yourself, to forgive in this moment, to let go of those mistakes that you've made in the past, and to realize that mistakes are a part of living an amazing life. They're a part of living the life of your dreams. I mean, just on this journey in the past few weeks, we've made so many mistakes at so many times, in so many places, in so many moments, and... That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we evolve. There's an essay that I wrote, which when my third book comes out, if it ever does, I think it will. I feel like it will at some point if I sit down and write it. Um, but there's an essay that's going to be in there called It's Great to Make Mistakes. It's great to make mistakes. It's so great to make mistakes. It's so great to make mistakes. The greatest thing you can do is make lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of mistakes. Why is it great to make mistakes? The reason it's great to make mistakes is because 
we are here to evolve in our consciousness. We are here to grow and evolve in our consciousness. We are here to grow and evolve in our consciousness. That's why we're here. So if you want to know what the purpose is, like why am I here, why am I even being, you're here to grow and evolve in your consciousness, to awaken, right? So how are you going to do that? The only way to do that is by taking chances, by, by, by embracing the adventure, by experimenting, by exploring, by taking risks. And in doing that, you make mistakes. And in making mistakes, you learn. And in learning, you grow. And in growing, you evolve in your consciousness. So evolving in your consciousness requires making mistakes. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Making mistakes is what it's all about. That's, that's, that's where the evolution in your consciousness comes from. That's how you grow, that's how you evolve. The people that you see that are the most successful, the people that you see that have, um, in any field, are the most successful, they're the people that have made the most mistakes. That's why they're the most successful, because they've learned so much from making so many mistakes. The people that you see that you would deem as the least successful, those are the people that have made the least mistakes. They're like sort of, their, their mistake making has been stuck at a certain level, right? So you want to make lots and lots of mistakes. You want to make big, big mistakes, big, giant, amazing mistakes. As many as you can, as often as you can, as many times in a day as you can, and you'll be growing so fast and learning so fast and evolving so fast and awakening your consciousness so fast from making so many mistakes. More mistakes, the more growing and evolving and awakening. Less mistakes, the less growing and evolving and awakening. It's so great to make mistakes. Now, there is one important factor, which is you need to learn from your mistakes. So you don't want to make the same mistakes twice. You want to make, this, you want to make a big mistake once, and then make a bigger mistake once, and then a bigger mistake once, and a bigger mistake once, and a giant mistake once. So you don't want to make the same mistakes twice, right? So you make mistakes, you learn, you make mistakes, you learn, you make mistakes, you learn. If you don't make mistakes, you can't learn. So you have to make mistakes and learn, and then make another mistake and learn, and make a new mistake and learn, and a new mistake and learn, and a new mistake. So you're always making new mistakes. You don't want to make the same old mistakes. You want to be, keep learning, because that's how you keep learning, if you're making new mistakes. Right? And then from a kind of a more transcendent, cosmic consciousness standpoint, which I tend to be in at times, there's actually no mistakes, right? So there's actually no, everything is sort of perfectly divinely unfolding, even if it seems like it's not, right? When it seems like it's going wrong, when it seems like it's, oh, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. This, it should be this, it should not be that. It's actually all divinely unfolding all the time, right? And everything is unfolding for you to evolve and awaken in your consciousness, for you to evolve and awaken in your consciousness. That's the way everything is unfolding the way it is. Right? So the more that we listen and we're receptive and we're present and we're in the moment, then things come into a flow state. They come into a flow state. There's a, there's a flow state. There's a consciousness. There's a flow state that we can step into when there's not the resistance. Oh, this shouldn't be happening. This should be happening. This shouldn't be happening. This, the should and shouldn't game, the more you can step out of that, you start to get into the flow state of not this should be happening or this shouldn't be happening, but this is happening. This is what's happening. I am fully engaged. I am fully embracing. I'm fully in the flow of what's happening. I may not like what's happening. It may be painful. It may be sad. It may be happy. It may be joyous. It may be ecstatic. It may be maybe whatever it is. Whatever is happening, you know, someone told me something really simple many years ago. Very simple. And it was really life-changing for me. And what they said is, whatever's happening, that's what's happening. Whatever's happening, that's what's happening. Whatever's happening, that's what's happening. So there's this paradox of living your highest dreams. The first step is actually accepting what is. That's, that's what's, you know, this kind of amazing magical paradox about the whole thing is like, to live your fullest dreams, to be living your highest dreams, to be living the life of your dreams is actually first and foremost to be like, I totally 100% accept what's happening, right? I couldn't get the Wi-Fi situated in the room that I was planning to, so I'm sitting on the floor next to the Wi-Fi box. Everybody's in the room here sitting, sitting next to me. We're having some sort of a satsang. I thought I was going to be in the secret glow group. 
um, apparently I'm in the main room. All sorts of wonderful, amazing people I love are tuning in and joining in and saying all sorts of amazing, wonderful things. It must be just a divine flow of it, right? They say, there's a saying here, Inshallah, did I say it right? Inshallah. Inshallah, we say here in Egypt. Inshallah. That means God's will. God's will. Inshallah. It's all God's will. Inshallah. It's all God's will. That's one thing that I really appreciate about, I, mean, I appreciate a lot of things, but one thing I really appreciate about the, um, the Arabic cultures is the sense of God's will. It's all God's will, you know? There's a sense of just letting go, just letting go. It's God's will. Allah. The will of Allah, yeah? The will of Allah. They're shaking, they're, they're nodding their heads in agreement behind me. The will of Allah. It's all the will of Allah, you know? So, and what is Allah? What is God? God is everywhere. God is everything. God is me. God is you. God is all there is. All there is is God, you know? And so, it's like everything is just exactly in the right place at the right time. And if it feels like you're making a mistake or it feels like you're doing it wrong, it's all divinely unfolding for you to learn and evolve in your consciousness. So what does it mean about you that you've made? I've made you've made so many mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. What does it mean about you? What does it say about you? Nothing. Nothing. Remember, you are unlimited. You are unlimited. You are beyond belief. You are beyond belief. You are unlimited. You are unlimited possibility. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't accomplish. There's nothing you can't achieve. There's nothing you can't aspire to. There's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you don't need to do. There's just this absolute freedom. There's this absolute freedom of being. This absolute freedom of being here and now. And then everything that happens from this place, this place of self-realization, this place of spiritual liberation, this place of spiritual awakening, whatever happens from this place it's just play. It's just divine play. It's just creative energy. It's like a it's like an artist painting a painting, you know? What do we want to paint now? What do we want to paint now? What do we want to paint now? It's all everything that we're seeing, that we're experiencing, is all infinite reflections of the one and only self. Infinite reflections of the one and only self. Infinite reflections. Infinite reflections of the one and only self. What does that mean? Infinite reflections of the one and only self. I don't know what it means, but what it means is it has to do with God's will and everything being God. I'm joking. I know exactly what it means, but it can't be put into words. It can't be put into concepts. It can't be put into ideology. It can't be put in belief. It's beyond belief. There's a sense of everything that I see is of the same essence. Everything that I see is of the same essence, and I am that essence, right? Everything that I see, everything that I experience is of the same essence, and I am that essence. I am that essence. There's a saying, namaste, right? You know that word namaste? Yes. Namaste. That means the same essence that is in me is in you. Right? The same essence that is in me is in all things. Namaste. Sometimes I just pause. I usually, usually I never talk. That was a lot of talking at once. So I don't usually talk like that. I don't, you know, all that talking. Usually I just like it's like a little more slow, but sometimes it just comes out like a like a faucet, you know. So, what's that? Yeah. So they're asking why is it sometimes I pause and sometimes I don't. So, so because people ask like, do you channel? You know this word channeling. They're like, do you channel? So, I don't channel like I'm now I'm an alien from the future. 2,000 years in the future and my name is Barbar Jinx, you know? Like, I don't channel like that. But there's a sense of, like, you just get, like, really quiet and still and available and then there's just, just something, just intelligence comes through you, you know? So it's like you're, like, a clear, open channel for the energy to just move through you in the moment, you know? So what you're channeling really is, like, the highest essence of yourself. You're channeling yourself. So if there's no limiting beliefs that are present, if there's no, if, if there's no sense of this isn't possible or this can't happen or oh I'm just Brian I'm just Brian all I am is Brian all I'll ever be is just I'm the same guy that made this mistake you know like all that energy if it's not there then you just something just flows through and that it's the essence of you it's like who you really are right it's who you really are coming from the mind so you're channeling yourself and then what comes through is just like 
not something that you can pre-plan or pre-think or you know let me read from a script or let me write out some things that I'm gonna say it's just alive in the moment so it has the greatest potency because it's alive and it's present right now in this moment right now thanks everybody for being here so I do a, I, there's a there's a private uh, Facebook group that I do every Wednesday at this time and you can all be a part of it. There's a 28-day free trial. Uh, the link, let me see if I can put in the link here. HTTP. So um, that's where I thought I was today. <laughs> but all in divine order, right? So this was meant for all of you. Um, but we have a group that we, we connect every week. And then often what will happen is I'll engage with, because uh, we're a smaller group, so I'll engage with the group and get in some things that are happening in their lives and ways we, we can support them. We kind of look at some different primary areas. So physical self, mental self, emotional self, uh, work, relationships, family, community, finances, and spirit is the root of the tree. Spiritual, who are you really? Why are you here, you know? So having a sense of meaning and purpose and actualizing yourself in all these areas of your life and all these different aspects of your life. So love to have you join us. Um, you can check that link and join us there. We meet every Wednesday at usually at 11.30 Eastern Wednesday. Where I am right now, it's uh, 5.30 start. Robin is uh, Robin's an amazing member of our group. I'm really so grateful that she's with us uh, on Wednesdays and been joining us since the beginning. Annie's in there. Everybody loves Annie. Yes. Everybody loves Annie. Annie's in the group. When uh, when I when I was coming, I've been working with uh, Omnea for like how many years? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Eight years. And then we talked to her on the phone, and she said, uh, "Brian, um, I'm excited to meet you, but who I'm really excited to meet is Annie." Yes. <laughs> Did you really say? <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. She's really excited to meet Annie, and that happens everywhere. Pinar said the same thing. Everywhere I go, everyone wants to meet Annie. So Annie will be in the group. She is in the group. So, um, yeah, see, Pinar says Annie is adorable. See? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I may get to some of Thank you, Thanks, everyone, for all your comments. I may get to some of them in a moment. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, anyway, the secret glow... Feel free to join us. We're really actualizing our lives. Take it to the next level. And um, we're gonna have a, I'm going to have an uh, event here tomorrow night. If anybody's watching in Alexandria, Egypt, or can get here on a plane by tomorrow night, we're having an event, our first ever event in Egypt. And it's really a, it's really a testament to living your dreams, you know, because this is something that we had been envisioning for years, right? We actually had it scheduled a few years ago, and then I wasn't able to make it. I was ill. Um, so, but you just hold that vision. You hold it from a space of unlimited possibility. And you just trust that it arises when it's meant to arise. That it comes into being when it's meant to come into being. You know, you just trust that and let it flow and let it unfold. And it does. It does. So, so that's, uh, that's uh, exciting. Inshallah. Inshallah. We'll be here, we'll be here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. And uh, we have the, we have a, Another thing I'm really excited about is the end of August, which is the silent retreat. This is the first silent retreat we're facilitating. And uh, paradoxically, you know, because I'm, I'm using a lot of words today, but I actually feel the most essential element of what I'm sharing is always beyond the words. It's always beyond the words. It's, it's presence. It's presence. Right? So the silent retreat is the end of August, August 31st, September 4th. And that's a chance to really um, delve in deeply to everything, that we're, everything that's being pointed at here in a shared space of silent presence. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I think there's, there's a tremendous amount of transformation and healing that, that will come from that space. Uh, we have some spots left. So if you're interested in joining us, that's in, that's in America, the United States of America, Gainesville, Florida. Um, beautiful spot. I've been there before. It's a really beautiful spot. Perfect for what we're doing, which is why we chose it. 
So feel free to join us for that. What else is happening? Nothing. Oh, personal sessions. I do personal sessions, personal session packages. So if you want to delve deep into personal sessions, um, feel free to contact me with uh, by, probably by private message, I would say, is the way to do that. So let's take a deep breath. Just really rest in the being here together. Just being here together. Just resting in this moment together. Robin says, I can tell you something about seeing the pyramids. Anaya actually sent a great video to me last night about the pyramids. Thanks for that. What did you think about that video? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the video. You didn't watch it? But I, I watched like a first... Uh, and you didn't watch it either. Two or three minutes? I yeah. Know, I thought you guys would be interested, so I sent it. Because I know you're interested and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So she's saying she didn't watch the full video. She watched like three minutes of it. But it's only like five minutes long. Yeah. So um, I think that what it speaks to, this video I'm talking about, about the pyramids, is a sense of... Yeah, there's like a mystery to it. There's a, there's a, and we, as human beings, we like mystery because mystery is like open. So he was saying, this gentleman, I think it's Graham Hancock, I think. He was saying, who made the pyramids? I've been studying it for years. I've looked at it. I don't know who made the pyramids, right? There's a mystery. I don't even understand how they were made. Like it doesn't, doesn't, make, doesn't make sense to the rational mind, right? So things that kind of blow our minds open like that's what we really long for because we, we get so limited and stuck in this small mindedness you know we, we have a, we, we create a prison with our minds you know that we get narrowed and locked into and so anything that can kind of blow us open like wow is that really real is that really possible is that really like you know like this is what we long for this is this this is what we long for is a sense of Things that blow our minds, things that are that seem magical, that seem miraculous, that seem like incomprehensible, wonderful, awesome. And so I think the pyramids were that. And also it was another thing of like something that was in the consciousness for many, many years, and there was a sense of like, we did it. Right, Annie? Yeah. 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 So Annie's Annie's saying that like we talked about it being kind of a rite of passage. So it was it was intense heat, like super hot, like over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, really really strong sun, and it was very difficult. You know, difficult conditions, and we were riding a camel, <laughs> which we never rode camels before, which we have our amazing pictures from. We were riding a camel in like over 100 degree Fahrenheit, Celsius, like 37, 38. And, um, and, uh, and we did it. We did it, you know. And so that sense of like, the sense of something is limited, something's like not possible, and you break through that barrier. And that feels liberating, and that feels like it takes you to another level, right? So that's what, that's what I felt. That's what I thought. I mean, and then there's a lot of things to talk about, like the power of the pyramid itself, and there's a lot to get into. And the, the truth is, we just haven't had a lot of space to like process or digest everything we're experiencing, because we're experiencing like so much, like every like minute, that there's not a lot of time to reflect right now. You know, like I was saying in the beginning, it's like we gotta like keep our eyes focused on the road. We can't look back and reflect too much right now. Like that space will come later, right? But um, it's been really, really. Um, I would say the most rewarding thing has been sharing time with people. Sharing time with people has been the most rewarding thing. And I think that's, for me, that's the most important thing about traveling. I was thinking about it. I'm kind of like a, like an anthropologist. Like I'm not so interested in like tourist things or sightseeing. You know, what I'm really interested in is like culture and people 
and like how do what what are, what are people's priorities and like how do they think and how do they look at things and what do they eat and what are, what are, you know like what are their relationships like and like this is what I'm fascinated by you know and there's so many different ways of doing things and seeing things and looking at things and so many different cultures and we can learn we expand so much within ourselves it kind of like expands our toolbox the more we see and learn other different ways of doing things and experiencing things other than our own right so to be multicultural to be you know in this kind of this um i don't know i don't know what the word is i'm losing words but there's a sense of like when you when you can experience all these different cultures you can you can you can integrate you can embrace and integrate things that work for you. Welcome, Joanna. Thanks for being here. Anything else anybody wants to say? Anything anybody wants to say back here? They're good back there. There's some light. I don't think so. Is there? There's a man. There's a man outside. Now he left. Okay, let's take three deep breaths together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, exhale, and if your eyes are closed or if they're open, if your eyes are closed, open your eyes and just take a few moments to look around the space with fresh, innocent eyes as if you're seeing life for the first time. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you all so much for sharing this moment, sharing this journey. Amnea is watching from back there and from up and from up here. <laughs>